It's the Tag and Brando Podcast. You are listening to the Tag and Brando Podcast, brought to you by the Tag and Brando Podcast. We need sponsors. Uh, this is Brando, and uh, that laugh you heard is uh, my good buddy uh, Taggart. Good day. Say hello to the folks. Good day, good day, good day. Or say it however you want. You know, this tag, this podcast is about just learning to express yourself. <laughs> really get, really get things that you wouldn't even really think about or discuss. Just out there into the world, you know. Right. And so. Uh, we do that by asking a provocative question of the day. Uh, maybe not provocative. Maybe just kind of. Today's very provo- provocative. Don't even worry about <laughs> yes. it. You're going to be provoked for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probe our our past selves in a triggered memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, also just getting something out there. That happens to be a little new, you know. Right. Just keeping it, keeping it brief. We don't, we don't do a half hour show about the news. No. We just say a new each. But um, yeah, we're not that's, journalists. That's pretty much Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we plug all of our normal stuff as far as like hitting us up on the social medias. Giving us your own questions of the day or your responses to a triggered memory. And more importantly, get on the beginning of the end podcast on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We just if you if you're joining us after our last one where we did uh, the fabulous uh, career of Alex Trebek yes. on Jeopardy. So good. So fun, so good, and uh, we're doing doing a lot of good stuff um, on that particular vein as well. It's it's a little late, so you might hear a, a stifled yawn or two. But no, nope. uh, tag, how you doing? I'm man? not yawning. What are you talking about? <laughs> nope, nope. Fine. I am good and not tired at all. I have been awake for only about thirty minutes. And by that I mean since seven thirty, and it's not morning time. Um, yeah. So, so more than twelve hours is what you're saying. <laughs> Who's asking? Oh, whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, so sorry, <laughs> not trying to be hostile. Um, no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling. Hmm. <laughs> ready to talk about stuffs so we we've uh one of the things that we did for the beginning of the end was uh the good wife and uh as i've never been to like an actual courtroom yeah i mean i've tried don't don't get me wrong <laughs> i have tried to go on on a day off that we had my partner and I, mm-hmm. in a weekday, were like, we should just go to the courthouse and watch some trials. I'm like, it's probably going to be boring, but, you know, let's see how it actually happens. And, like, they they would only let you in under, like, certain conditions or, like, if you had some kind of connection. 
it was just it was very fruitless. We 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 saw no trials that day. It was terrible. Really? But yeah, it was like like I don't know. It, it was just not not exciting at all. And the reason I bring this up is cuz like, you know, as you said like, you know, not to be hostile like what what exactly is treating the witness as hostile really mean? Like if you're in a courtroom setting and it's like permission to treat the pa- or the per- the patient, <laughs> permission to treat the the, wit- the witness as hostile, and it's just like is is that mean you're like you're allowed to ask them more direct questions or like that's they, a good question? I don't, I don't I that, that's never been explained very well in any movies or television shows that I've seen. Yeah, because, I mean, you would think that, like, it's the judge's job to calm them down kind of a thing to keep that – because, like, if you ask a question and they're like, I don't think that's any of your business, and it's like, whoa, like – Maybe they're just allowed to raise their voice a little bit if the the witness is being hostile. I get to yell at you, too. Right. I don't know. And it's like – it's like, well, I can It's like, you have to answer. You're under oath. You know, but that's really, I don't know. Would that be the judge's call to kind of answer the question? I don't uh, know. Anyway. I don't know. Well, I appreciate you bringing up something that we have no idea about. So everyone, uh, <laughs> everyone uh, out there who knows With any kind anything of little bit of knowledge about, yeah. about courtrooms and hostile witnesses... Uh, drop us a line and let us know what that's about. Exactly. The, the, the good way to get engagement is just say something terribly wrong. And then <laughs> just, people will... just to bring something up, like, I always wondered about that. <laughs> Somebody tell us, please. Yeah. No satisfaction for the listeners, but some knowledgeable person will drop us a line. Yep. All right. Well, how about we do uh, what we are good at? And I'll do it a little question of the day. I'm ready for questionings of the days. The questions of the days. So, uh, Taggart. Yes. What do you look for uh-huh. in a writing utensil? Okay. Or, or writing instrument, if you will. Yes. What gives you a, a good writing experience whoa okay uh, um, <laughs> uh, immediately I'm provoked um oh no, no, no. immediately I'm thinking well what's the situation okay so give me a hypothetical situation um, and ask me what I would use all right so let's say you're just like signing. I know we don't do this much nowadays, but you're just signing like a check mm-hmm. or something like real quick, mm-hmm. like something semi official. So you want like, you know, a decent signature on it. Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you looking? What do you, what are you, what are you hoping that they have on hand or what are you pulling out I'm, of your, I'm of pulling your out there? a, I'm pulling out whatever standard pen is close to me. Okay. I'm going probably ballpoint pen, 
or a uh, or, or a gel pen of sorts. I, mm, uh, okay. The classic pens when I w- when I splurge on the money, the cla- the, uh-uh. the classic pens are either uh, a Pilot G two. Ooh, good gel call, pen, good which call. is a right. very good pen. I enjoyed that pen, but if I wanted a little mm-hmm. bit more, uh, sometimes they run. You know, they're a little, they're pretty inky. Um, but yeah. it makes a real nice bold ooh signature. But uh, if I wanted a little bit more square, just a standard ballpoint pen is good. Uh, I use just like a Bic. You just picking it? A Bic's fine. I used to like the Zebra. Uh, I don't care. Ooh, I don't care yeah. as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I still like the I still like the Pilot G two better as a pen goes. Okay. But okay. Uh, these days, for my every because I mean, here's the thing. These days, the only thing I'm really looking for a pen for is the exact situation that you mentioned. The rare occasion when I need to sign a check, mm-hmm. write a check. Endorse a check. Well, yeah. yeah. Mainly endorse is, is what I usually have to do, right? Oh, Mr. Moneybag right here. Well, sometimes <laughs> the government sends oh, me money. Why does it? Might as well get a stamp. Uh, so, <laughs> give myself carpal tunnel. Well, it's just something that more people do nowadays, at least in COVID, because we all got checks from the government, unless you are fancy and do direct deposit, which we did. And then for some reason, we still got checks after a while. I don't know what that was about. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. So, we started, okay. we started the first few we got in our account direct deposit and now they're all coming checks and i'm not sure what happened there but anyways um but for my everyday use um uh, mechanical pencil man a mechanical pencil what thickness what graphite thickness is your go-to uh 9.9 9.9 Oh, thank you for saying that. Holy crap. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was so worried that you were going to go for a 5. I was like, no. Yeah. Dude, f- oh, 5's way too thin. 7 is still a little thin for me. I like a yeah. I like a nice thick lead. Yes. I I mean, where were these back in school where you could get a 9 like Nines are so nice. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what people's issue was. Why, the, I don't know if it was. Was it just not prevalent when we were children? I guess. I mean, or did we just not here, know what to look like, look for? And you're like, I don't know the difference. My my lead keeps breaking. I don't know. Here, here's my thing about like. So, um, I, I I'm a hundred percent. Uh, with you on the Pilot G two. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, it's a it's a good like it's a good tip mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. you know, the and everything. Um, it, it's it's fine enough to get you know a decent little like okay, I got to write pretty small here, but it's not too fine that right. you're just like 
ripping the paper kind of a thing. It's got a good flow and everything. Um, and the other thing, and this is going to sound, you know, but pen girth is also a big factor for me. Is it? Especially okay. if I'm writing a lot. Well, that's true. So The pilot like, has when I, got that nice, soft, kind of mm-hmm. spongy hold-on, no-slip grip, which is nice. Yes. Which is nice. I mean, mm-hmm. if I got a choice, I'll grab something like that. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely down for uh, a click instead of a... You know, a pen cap. Pen caps are worthless. I mean, there's a reason that they put holes in them. It's because they want, you know, they want you to chew on them and <laughs> not die. But it's basically just chew on them and die. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but like, so when I so when I was journaling uh-huh. uh, quite consistently, I had a fatty, fatty pen. That had a pretty decent tip and everything. It was a little bit broader tip, um, but that thing was like—I mean, it was like a sausage link. Really, <laughs> that thing was like decent size, and um, yeah, and I I use that you know all the time, and um, it was it was great, and um, I bought think like five of them yeah for when i was when i was journaling back to back and everything like that but but nowadays i mean i definitely don't sit down and and write anything out more than you know a paragraph or two but i would still go with a a pilot g2 at that point i like you was a fan of the zebras oh yeah i did like the zebras i thought i mean they were a lot of them were the cap, you know, because the zebra's a thinner pen, for sure. It is, yes. Like, you got you got the one zebra that's, like, just the metal shaft and everything um, with, like, the black grip and all that kind of stuff. And that's okay. Right. But, right. but uh, uh, yeah, they, they definitely um, needed some, uh, some, some more meat to, to grab onto. Um, and then... Back in back in school, did you have like the little triangle grip thing on your pencils? Uh, Ever? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. And they floated around. There was a couple at my house that I must mm-hmm. have used every now and then when I was little. But by the time I was in school, I didn't really like them very much that I can remember, at least. Mm-hmm. I so know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I feel like if it's too small, because I put I put the pen right on the uh, the last phalange of my middle finger, right, right next to the nail, and just kind of rest it up against that top, that last knuckle. And if the pen's too thin, I'll just get a dent in my finger, and it just hurts. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're writing for a long time, or like heaven mm-hmm. forbid, right. like a an old school wooden pencil with like jaggedy, 
you know, octagon or hexagon. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Edges there. There's almost like, nothing maybe, worse than a legit old style. Sharpen your pencil, pencil. Mm-hmm. Like they're good initially for that first. Not even the very first, because like even when it comes straight out of the sharpener and like you go to write, like if you are not trying to write something very small and being very delicate, mm-hmm. you're going to break that tip. That well, tip is crumbling yeah, or, instantly. Or here's the thing. Sometimes the the first sharp is the best. Not always, but sometimes the first sharp is mm-hmm. the best and you're like, oh, unexpected. Un- uh, unrealistic expectations because as soon as I sharpen this pencil I'm going to elongate this tip and it's going to be stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? But Right, and so that's yeah, I think like if you get it like, you know, hypodermic needle sharp, mm-hmm. it's use it's 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 almost useless right. at that point. Right. And so you you need like a nice kind of and then the more you go, you could just see your letters just getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Right. You're just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta start this over. And then, like, sometimes you'd be sharpening the pencil, and it would like be, the the graphite would be off center, so you get like this like wood point, or like, yeah. and the worst part would be when it was off center, and you get the wood point, and then the graphite would break, and so you'd have like. A millimeter yeah. of just straight wood. And you're like, what in the freaking crap is this? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> Pencils, dude. <laughs> Pencils are yeah. the worst. But, yeah, don't get me started on crappy mechanical pencils. Because, like, you ever, like, go to, like, get more mechanical pencil let out? You're just click, 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 and it just drops out the top or drops out the end? What is that? Like the whole mechanism is just like I give up. Like I can't. I can't. Oh, do like this. the mechanism legit like broken. Yeah, you haven't had that happen to you. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's an I interesting. Think even you know, that crappy mechanical pencil gave you more life than a regular stupid pencil. It's true. I I would say I I definitely would have. If you if you look back and you said, okay, this mechanical pencil, how much did it write mm-hmm. versus any of these other pencils in, in like wooden pencils in your backpack? No kid is starting with a full length wooden pencil and getting that all the way down. It's the only reason it's all the way down is because it broke sometime. <laughs> and, or you're picking wood, and, just like you said, you're picking wood off of the tip, like halfway down, yeah. and then it breaks, so you have to sharpen again, and oh, there's still more wood, and you try to pull it off and get it to work, but then mm-hmm. it breaks again. And you you could, a stupid pencil like that could be gone in a day. Yeah, like, and then the... I can't keep a lead on here long enough. Yeah, and like the eraser, like... A cheap pencil comes with the worst erasers ever. <laughs> they either instantly break, so you're just scraping metal <laughs> to get this to get this this thing off the paper, right? Or or it just smudges, and it's just like it's just like 
covering it with a sharpie. You're just like, we're going to redact this. We're not going to erase it. We're just going to redact it. So it looks like a CIA document of just oh, black yeah. sharpie all over the place. Dude, I know. Um, Sometimes you'd get those ones that were like, they didn't seem like an eraser. They didn't like flake mm-hmm. off. They were just like rubber. And you're like, this yeah, doesn't do just, anything. It just gets black yeah. and then does what you say and just like blackens <laughs> everything. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, you'd have a pencil that's like, you know, you know, it's on its like third sharpen and it's like the eraser is just gone right. or negative. I do like cause when it breaks off, it is just negative. So you, you have nothing like right. <laughs> you, you were literally just metal on, on paper and stuff. And so like uh-huh. mechanical pencils made so much sense that you could replace the lead and you could replace the erasers right. and, and everything just was well, way better. Let me ask you this. So how, how have you ever peeled the metal back on your pencil? Mm-hmm. To get to the eraser? Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. Like you just like you basically just kind of yeah bend bend it back and then till the eraser just falls out and it's just straight wood again. Yeah. Like, well, sometimes I try to be real careful with it and just kind of do a, a a little layer of it to try to keep the what's mm-hmm. remaining of the uh, eraser on the pencil, but expose it so that you could still use it it didn't work very well did you ever try this one did you ever did you ever like try to squeeze the metal so it kind of like squeezed like the eraser out a little bit i did not have good luck with that i mean it works for like one half a sentence right (laughs) like you just like you like crush it together usually bite it and then it kind of gets you know and you got to let it dry because it won't erase when it's wet. Like a, a wet eraser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. just like, you might as well just be licking it off, you know, at that point. Right, right. But, um, but yeah, definitely, um, yeah, having that eraser just, uh, and wood pencils are just so, if you're not, you know, doing a, cassette you know re- rewinding a cassette tape what purpose do they really serve right. you know? <laughs> exactly exactly yeah like a golf pencil golf pencil is perfect like it has the blunt you know the obtuse mm-hmm. angled tip mm-hmm. which allows you to you know keep score you know through one round it's just got just enough meat on the pen on the shaft that you can you know, hold it and write with it. You're not worrying about sharpening it, and then you just chuck it when you're done. Right, exactly. Like, that's golf pencils. Oh, what it's all about, along with your crappy score. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you're like, ah, I mean, I mean, I'm not very good. I, I always, I don't know. Like, is it a standard rule in like mini golf that like six is just you give up? Or is that just something that I grew up with? Oh, like after six hits? Yeah, after six strokes, you're just you're done. Like that's you just get get to the next the next hole. Uh, I don't know. Because I mean, that was just always our thing. It was just like 
yeah, if you go past, if you get to six, you're just, you maxed out. And there's no point. Just like, get out of it. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's going with the flow of the, you know, the course and everything, uh-huh. right? And yeah, but that's just always stuck in my mind. Like, yeah, if you're getting like a, if you're getting a triple bogey, usually, because it's like a par three, like, you're just, you're done, you're out right. of there. Right, 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 right. Whereas in, in standard golf, you just gotta do it. You just, you just keep gotta going keep going. Until you, yeah, get plus 16 but, or something terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was uh, just like, maybe it was a rule for a particular place you went once or Mount something. Mount Asia. Mount Asia to keep things moving. Yeah. But uh, I don't remember that specifically, but. Yeah, I've also been to Montasia. Um, yeah what what is what is your feeling of like sharpies? Using a sharpie. Oh, a sharpie for, has its place for sure, and I will use a sharpie mm-hmm. for things. Yeah, writing big, writing permanent. Mm-hmm. You're like, I wrote this because I need you <laughs> all permanent. to see this forever. That's a sharpie's mm-hmm. job. You're not using a pen right. to write on a cup. Right on a name tag. Like, use a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Come on. See, I like the confidence that a Sharpie gives you. That, like, you're saying, you know, this is going to be permanent and everything like that. But, like, oh, no, this is going to show. This is going to stick. Give it a second, and it's going to dry. And right. it, you're not going to be able to rub it off. That kind of thing. Like, definitely a Sharpie. We use Sharpies all the time at work for everything and uh i learned that uh pure methanol really gets sharpie off like really well like as opposed to like ethanol or isopropyl alcohol methanol specifically will just like whatever it is it will take all of the sharpie right off interesting interesting yeah it's crazy well that's good to know do you want to know my method for getting sharpie off Dry eraser? Dry erase marker? A dry erase marker. That's crazy. I didn't think that, like, how does that work? Because that's always the fear, is, like, you got a dry erase marker right next to a Sharpie or a permanent marker of some kind, non-name brand, and they happen to they happen to look similar, and then all of a sudden you just, like, you know, write your equation on the board or do your doodle, and it's like, oh no, this was a Sharpie, it was a permanent marker, we're screwed, this board is worthless. Eh. <laughs> you just, just write over it. Just write over it. Just erase it. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know what it does exactly, but it like moves the ink around somehow, mm-hmm. and like, sucks it up. Yeah. And I mean, dry erase is its own, its own Some thing. Some kind of magic, like, yeah, yeah. But I it's, mean, it does it to itself sometimes too. You know, when you use a dry erase marker, sometimes there's like over that one again. angle that if you go, you it like doesn't write, and you're like, why not? Or if you run over a line again, sometimes you're like, oh, I just kind of erased it rather than made it bolder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it does when it takes out, takes Sharpie off. I don't, I don't get it. Physics is, <laughs> physics is baffled, but uh, it works. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and like a, a good dry erase marker. I mean, you like you said, you could get a good one where it writes and, you know, everything, and then they just start to fade, and then, yeah, you back over something. You know, you're like, oh, I'm going to draw, I'm going to color in this part of the pie chart. And you're like, oh, no, you're actually just erasing half of right. what you're right. trying to scribble in there and everything. It's crazy. Yep. But uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything... The ink is made of colored pigments, a chemical solvent, and a polymer or release agent. The difference between dry erase markers and permanent markers is oh. the kind of polymer used. Hmm. So it's got a permanent release agent used. in it, and maybe that's mm-hmm. what helps to take the other permanent marker yeah. out. Oh. But permanent markers use an acrylic polymer that helps the permanent stick to the surface, or dry erase Markers use only oily silicone polymers polymers that make the dry erase markers ink slippery and prevents the color pigment of the marker to come in direct contact with the surface. Oh, that's why. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, the solvent in the marker, usually an alcohol, helps the ink dry quickly, which attaches the uh to the ink surface not absorbs it there you go so two two things there is it's it's not actually you know the ink's not touching the surface it's touching the silicone and then it dries faster that's why when you leave them out they just dry like you leave them uncapped they're just gonna dry right up right that makes more sense now well i'm glad somebody we, knows that now. Yeah, we're glad we learned yes. something today. Looking at you, courts mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> court courtroom dramas. Exactly, drama in the drama in the courtroom. Mm. But I mean, it, it is interesting because I mean, like, because uh, you know, once a week, you know, I'm teaching a lesson and I got to write with chalk. Ooh, chalk is chalk is pretty rough. Chalk is rough. It's dries your hand so, out it never really leaves a board not really mm-hmm. um, it would be it would be fascinating if there was like some archaeological thing from like or like some murder mystery kind of thing where it's just like oh well we can actually see what was written on this chalkboard <laughs> from the very beginning and it's just oh. like layer upon layer upon layer. There's like, oh yes, we have we have the evidence of the very first, you know, sketches of whatever on this chalkboard. Because <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, uh, I I I saw something recently as we're just talking about going back and old old artworks and things like that. Uh huh. Um, somebody was saying somebody said that like there's a lot of cave drawings. Where the um, like the head of the gazelle, let's say, or the deer, like is drawn in two at two angles, like one like with its head down, like eating grass, and one with its like head like looking back, you know, like it hurt something, uh-huh. right? Or there's like um, a picture of like you know mammoth or buffalo or gazelles or whatever and then there's like these like long scratches 
over top of them. And people were like, oh, this is like the first evidence of graffiti, you know, uh-huh. like another, another clan came, you know, maybe even hundreds of years later and tried to scrape it off the walls, but it didn't work or whatever. But like some archeologist was in there and they just like, you know, had like just their flashlight and like as like they were moving from one place to another they noticed that like as you move the light in the cave uh-huh it catches the angles differently and so like if you if you on like see it from one side you see all the animals if you see it from the other side you see like all the lines like you know blades of grass or if you see it the deer you see like one side, it's, like, head is down, and then the other side, like, its head is up. And, like, so it's kind of like, you know, what you would see, like, a neon sign kind of thing. Right. And so um, he was saying, like, yeah, it's like, so you can imagine that, like, you know, thousands of years ago, they would have lit these by cave, by fire, right? Right. And so that, that dancing fire and everything like that, like, made it move almost like made so actually the shadows and stuff like that like made the deer like look like in both you know you didn't see both at the same time and stuff like that so it was like a like a neon sign and it's like that is crazy trippy that they would just be like oh yeah like it's like a little movie you know yeah that's crazy Mm -hmm. so so yeah, I mean, even back then they knew what they wanted to, you know, write with, whether it's cuneiform or whatever. <laughs> like they had, they had their preferences. They're like, sure, you know what? When I okay, it's like when I am writing like a whole like inventory of stuff before these traders. Like you know, I prefer a like a robust, you know, read <laughs> read wedge. You know, to, to drill in there. I don't like it when it's, like, too thin, you know, and it breaks. You're just like, oh, now I'm going to carve a whole other one of these. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, nice. This is, this is a, this is a, almost a timeless, le- like, discussion. Almost. But, yeah. <laughs> nice. Except for the future when people will. Type on computers. Not know, not know how to write or just, yeah, di- dictate things with their Facebook goggles or whatever they're bringing out now. <laughs> exactly. I like to write with my voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, hit us up. Send us a letter through email because that's <laughs> appropriate, I think. <laughs> I don't really want to give out addresses at this point, but, you know, hit us up on email and we'll see where it goes. That's right. If we want to ex- exchange and be your pen pal. That's right. And everything like that, but uh, yeah, what uh, what should we do for a triggered memory? You, did you did you think of something? Nope. Yes, of course. No. I wanted to <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I wanted to talk about running out of gas. Do you have any times Ooh. when you ran out of gas in your car and were a sad, sad Brandon? So uh, we're talking like petrol, like for our overseas listeners here <laughs> yes exactly um, i i have run out of gas a few times mm-hmm. um and 
it uh, it's 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 not a mystery. You know, there's never been a time when I'm like sitting there like I don't know like if my gas gauge worked. Like okay, when I my gas gauge didn't work in my first car, uh-huh. like I got gas all the time. <laughs> and uh-huh. and at, like cuz there was a gas station very near my house and then my work they installed a gas station at the Sam's Club. Um and so like Every other day when I left work, I would like get gas, you just fill it up, and stuff like that. Don't want to just run fill out, it up and, right? Yeah, and I had that mindset of like, oh, keep your tank half full because you don't know when the apocalypse is coming or whatever. <laughs> Fair, but for some reason, when I went to Canada specifically, uh huh, and I'm sure the council was very similar, but the problem was this: you had to keep a log of your gas receipts <laughs> uh, yeah. and you had to keep a log of how many clicks as they were called um, how many kilometers you had gone between Phillips and you had to fill all this thing stuff out and account for everything and it, it was <laughs> just a big hassle to go get gas yeah and so we would sometimes neglect that for quite some time. And I ran out of gas quite a few times in the middle of nowhere in Canada. One time in particular, I was on, we're on, we were heading home. It was late. Um, and this is, this is not a time before cell phones, but this is a time before LDS missionaries had cell phones. Fair. <laughs> so, you know, um, so the convenience was there. And that being said, that means that uh, that payphones were also few and far between. Yes. So, true. so exactly. So, um, we ran out on the side of a smaller freeway. So it's not like crazy, but it was, you know, uh, you know, not like oh, let's push the car into a parking lot or something. We're like on the side of the road. There's just the two of us, and so we're like, okay, well. Like, we'll have to go to this business, you know, that's across the freeway and over a fence to call somebody. Right. So, the thing I remember most is we, you know, traffic wasn't too bad. We darted across the uh, three or four lanes of traffic on our side of the freeway, our direction. And then there was a ditch and then, or sorry, <laughs> spoiler spoiler alert it's a ditch but what we thought uh-huh. what we thought was it was just a median and then oh. the other side of the freeway so we were walking and my companion was uh, my uh, my buddy was slightly in front of me and all of, and there was like you know grass probably about to your knee you know some some high grass uh-huh. all of a sudden he disappears out of sight into the grass into the grass and I'm like what the crap and it's because it's a ditch but for some reason the grass was perfectly level a whole way across oh that's hilarious so it's yeah like a four foot ditch um, with grass an extra foot on top of that or so and um, and so some of the grass was five feet tall some of the grass was one foot tall but it all meshed together like 
And so we, we bushwhack our way across that. And then we had to jump the fence, which is chain link fence. One of us ripped our pants. I won't say who. <laughs> and we got to a payphone. We called some other missionaries. Conveniently, we were late. Uh-huh. So they were home. So then they have to go and purchase a gas can and get gas and meet us on the side of the freeway. And so by the time they got there, a tow truck had like pulled over uh-huh. and we're like, oh, we got somebody getting us gas. And he's like, okay, well, if they're not here in like 10 minutes, we got to, we got to tow you guys off the road. Right. Really? So they show up. Yeah. I mean, just like, I don't know if that was them just trying to get money now that I think about it, uh-huh. or if it was like a legit, like, I think a, if I'm, I'm trying to think if a cop was there or not. Cause, um, I think, I think there was a cop there too. So I think it was like, yeah, we got to get you guys off the road or something. Gotcha. Um, so then they, they came, they got us gas, like sweet. And then cop left, tow truck left. The other guys left. Cause they're like, Ooh, we're going to get in trouble. And so they, they left. <laughs> we, we pull back onto the road and in like 30 seconds here, just we're like, are you freaking kidding me? When we had pulled off, we had run over something, a nail or whatever. And so we instantly like had a flat tire getting back onto the stupid road. So we had already sat there for like an hour waiting for these people to come save us and everything. So then, um, again, my, uh, my buddy had never changed a tire so really? I'm sitting there with, you know, suits already, you know, ruined in a game <laughs> as we've established. Oh, so it's you. And so <laughs> And so um so yeah, so I gotta change this freaking tire and and everything at like ten o'clock at night. Um and so changed it, we got home, called the people we're supposed to call to report that we were home. And I seriously was like, we just got home. We had we ran out of gas and they got a flat tire. I will give you numbers tomorrow. And they're like, cool, bye. <laughs> it was just, it was exhausting. But, uh, yeah. So that is, that is running out of gas in Canada. They, they just, they just got to get you off the side of the road, I guess. What, when, 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 when have you run shy? Oh, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I have ran out of gas many times. One of the worst, well, worst, I don't know, worst. One of the ones that I remember the most. Um, I want to say it was me and my friend Tyler, but maybe there were more I mean, people there. I was going to say, I mean, you, you, can, you can say Tyler and then be like, you know, 50-50 right on, on your friends in general. <laughs> Fair. But uh, we were driving to Utah. Ooh. We were... Road trip Road trip runs runouts are the worst. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what we were... I don't know what was going on. I don't think we filled up before we left, and we, just, and we kind of forgot that we didn't fill up. Okay. As I got my places to fill up, you know, kind of on that trip, I've made that trip enough times 
that I have my spots where I like fill up. So I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I was even thinking about it because I was just like full tank, boop 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 boop. We're in like uh, I don't know, like Idaho Springs ish area. I don't remember the uh-huh. exact town of where we were, but it was in the mountains ish place, and we ran out. Of, we probably weren't completely out but we were going uphill and we probably were low enough that all the 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 oh, gas just went to the, the back or whatever back and our car died yeah but we're Ooh. on the freeway there's not enough time for us to get off the freeway just to pull over in a not great spot because kind of, if you know the i-70 through the mountains there there's not always a good shoulder to pull over at right so we were like what are we gonna do this is annoying and not great i want to say there was more people with us um because i think some people stayed behind to stay with the car but uh some dude in the truck picked us up we started Mm -hmm. walking to like the exit um, to like the next, and then, and that's the other thing is like this is also unless you're in like Idaho Springs or Vale or something like that, like there could be miles between exits. Oh, as well for sure. Point. Now we're kind of in a townish area from what I can remember, but like the other thing is we're not like super familiar with where we're at. So mm-hmm. we kind of stopped in the middle of a, and it's nighttime by the way. It's night. So we're we're not sure which way is closest to go to an exit. Mm-hmm. Like this is again pretty early on cell phone times where I don't think any of us had a phone. So we were like uh maybe this way for an exit? I don't know. So we just started walking away. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> walking away. Walking away. <laughs> just some soft piano just music. And you had a exactly. Back, backpack. <laughs> it was a sad walk away. And uh, <laughs> and this dude picked us up, and he's and he's like, what, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, did you see our car back there? Like, we ran out of gas. And he's like, he's like well, closest gas station's, uh, I, could t- I could take you. So he picks us up. And I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I want to say that he is this like a pickup truck or yeah, he's like, in a, like a pickup truck. Okay. And I want to say yeah. that he went to the next exit up, which had no gas station, and flipped around and came back. So I think we were walking the wrong way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but again, like who knows? And, and who, like yeah, right. like. Right. And he could be like, yeah, there's there's another gas station at the next, next exit, but I'm going to have to flip around anyway. So he might just be thinking like, you know, I got to get back to behind them and there's a gas station there. So I might as well just turn around here. Whatever. Right. But, yeah. Right. But the, uh, all the things, again, not having a phone, the other two, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there was four of us because I, I want to say that we left the other two with the car because – we were a little worried that we get towed or get a ticket because 
Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of room. Because you're not on a good shoulder. No, your we shoulder. don't have a lot of room. You're not on the shoulder. Where we are, and we have the blinkers on. But but again, we're, we're worried, because if they do get towed, there's no way for them to tell us. Oh, towing... I mean, side note on this, towing is a whole other thing that we got to talk about, because that is just the worst. Your car's just gone. Oh, for sure. But, like... Yeah. Right. Anyway. And, and, and yeah. so we left them there so, like, there would be somebody who could say, oh, it's gone, I guess. But, <laughs> but there's right. no, there's no, we wouldn't have found it until we got back and they would be like sitting there or maybe they would have gone with. So they knew where it was mm-hmm. like, right. It wasn't a great plan, but we went with what we could It's better do. than nothing. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, but I remember we go there and you know, I don't know any time that I've really ran out of gas and not had to buy a stupid gas cab. Right. Because uh, you never keep it That's in your That's why they car. cost... You don't keep it in your they, car. Yeah. Right. If you kept it in your car, it would have gas in it, right. typically. And you're, and I mean, at least some. Well, even residue, and you're getting, your car would smell like gas. Yeah. But... So... But yeah, that's why at the gas station, they're like eight times is more expensive, because they, they know you need it at that exact moment, and you will right. just have to buy it. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't remember what took so long, but it, something took forever. I remember it took a long time for some reason. And I don't know why, but I was like, I hope those guys are okay with the car because this mm-hmm. is taking forever. And I don't know if we had to go to a couple gas stations because some were closed. That might have been why. Because it was night. Like, it was nighttime. And, right. you know, back in the day, not all those... Small town Small gas town. stations are going to yeah. be open 24 hours, even now, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we finally found a place, and then we bought a stupid gas can and then filled it up. And this guy drove us back. Super nice, man. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we filled the car. And then, and then well, we had to drive forward. Get off at the next exit, flip back around, and go to that same gas station to fill the car up. And so it just took forever, and we, we probably oh, you don't you don't think you had the confidence to go the twenty or thirty miles from <laughs> on a one gallon of gas? Or we just had a problem. We're not gonna like <laughs> right, you know, risk it. Risk it. We're not gonna no. <laughs> we're not gonna tempt fate that way. So. No, we flipped back around. We knew there was a gas station. It wasn't that far away in the in the scheme of things. And we filled the car up, and we kept going. But it was, uh, yeah, it was one of the worst <laughs> the worst times for sure. And uh, I was just grateful the car was still there. Like, I, I can remember the feeling of getting back there. I'm like, the car's still here. Yes. Okay. We're all right. Because we you have one cop to drive by that, and you're like, mm-mm, you're in trouble, buddies. Because it was not great. Um, I would I would be interested to know the response time between I'm calling a tow truck to get me off the side of the road and the police calling a tow truck to get a car off the side <laughs> of the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, uh-huh. like, if it was you sitting there, like, we have no other choice but to wait for AAA or... 
whatever other roadside assistance, you're sitting there for two and a half hours. Right. But if a cop sees you and says, hey, come get this car, it's gone in 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> like, there's like a, a, you know, a crazy, like, you know, it's not like, oh, yeah, it's like the car's still here. It's like, well, yeah, no, no tow truck's going to be out here for however long. Right. I don't know. Well, if the, yeah. the tow companies get better compensation and if they do it for the cops or something, so they're like, okay, we're on it. I don't know. Right. Um, I think probably because then they can, they charge you full on instead of like some deal that AAA has where it's like, well, you know, it's only going to cost them $100 or something and it's like, ugh. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to towing. Though. Well, probably because they can then impound it too. So they get the impound fees as well as the tow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and that's the other thing is the the urgency where oh my car's broken down and they're not going anywhere. Oh this car's on the side of the road. It's like, oh well, come somebody else might yeah. come and get yeah, this. Yeah, come get it before before the owner they comes come back, back for it. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Free money. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, we uh recently uh, my partner and I ran out of gas. On a, on a vacation, we were in Austin oh. um, with with a rental car because really? we got the car. Uh-huh. We had, were driving it, you know, the whole week we were out there and, it, you know, the gas lasted. And then it's one of those like, oh, well, you don't want to fill up before you go to the airport because you got to fill up right before you go to the airport, right? Right, right before you drop it off. And... The whole time, it's like, I think we should get gas. It's like, oh, no, we're fine. Oh, I think we should get gas. No, 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 no. Oh, we got this. We got this. And literally, we were driving away from our friend's house. We get out of their neighborhood, and the car dies. So we're just like, oh, no. She was just so mad. And so, like, we literally just had to, like, um, I don't remember why we didn't call or something. But, like, we we walked back to their house, and we're just like, hey. And they're like, hi. And we're like, we ran out of yes. And they're like, oh, uh, okay. And so uh, we got to go because we got to get our flight. So they went and we got gas and came back and filled up and then drove to the airport. And we're like, well, now the car's, you know, 100% full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we had to fill it. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah, that was that was fun she was not excited so now i get to live with that forever and like we should get gas okay fine we will get gas because i don't want to hear this like we didn't get gas in austin (laughs) we all know what happened there (laughs) but i i i don't know i need to be better at it for sure and definitely nowadays where it's like oh you have this many miles until your car runs out of gas Oh, now you have this many miles, you know? Like, yeah. that that has not helped me in, <laughs> in, at all because I pushed it enough to where, like, my car goes, like, six, you know, it'll go 60, 40, 20, and then just blink, right? And I'm like, I know I can go still, like, 30 miles on blink. Like, I've done it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. You tested the limit out and you were... Yeah, so you're like this. Guy, it's this also computer just computer lies to not, me. Yeah, it's also just definitely not 
good to run out of gas. Like your car no. uh, yeah. is 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 not supposed to suck the last bit and be you know empty of ga- dry, ga- dry. gas lines and everything. Right. So, uh, so yeah, definitely make that a, a habit. Keep it at half because you never know when the apocalypse is going to come. That's right. Oh <laughs> uh, well, tag. What is new with you? What's new with me? Well, I'm gonna tell you. I've been watching this videos on the YouTube's by this guy, CGP Gray. Ooh, I you love Gray. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, Dear. I've watched. Probably every one of his videos. They're great. Have you seen the latest? Like the the, t- the Tiffany hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About that whole Tiffany yeah. poem. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is my favorite kind of video ever. Someone did the <laughs> research that I don't have to do, and still gives me a funny story about it. Right, right. He's he's very well spoken. It's very well written, and it's yeah. Amazingly animated in its complex simplicity. Right. It's so good. Right. Right. So I've been binging some of his older stuff and things as of mm-hmm. the last few days. And uh, I'm enjoying it. It's good stuff. Um, have you watched the series he has on that um, missile site in Utah? I did watch... Uh, yes. I did watch a few. Yes. Um, the, okay. I mean, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but the best thing about, um, about his channel, I believe, Mm -hmm. is his things are so in-depth and so well-researched, but lately they've just been on the most mundane (laughs) <laughs> stuff yeah 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 that cause I I got hooked on him I I wanna say the first thing I watched from him was his gerrymandering uh explanation oh I have you seen, seen that, that one, one. so like it explains gerrymandering so well where it's like oh well if this you know county is mostly lions but you draw it like this then it, monkey will win. You know, he just uses you know whatever for political uh, uh-huh. parties and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh man, that was so well explained. Oh, what is this? He explains the EU versus like you know like Eng- like he explains like the UK versus Britain versus right. Great Britain versus you know the and then he explains like the EU. And all of its subsidiaries, if you want, I don't know, like right. colonies and the 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 crap, like you know, or like I, I'm mixing them up, but like, yeah, like there's like in the UK one, it's like, well, this is the this is England and Scotland and Wales. This this is the British Isles. This is the Commonwealth. This is you know the British Empire. This is and it just like bubbles within bubbles within bubbles and then he does that same thing with the eu he talks about like who owns the empire state building or not the empire State Building. sorry the statue, statue of liberty, liberty. Uh-huh. is a great one 
But then there's this one about tumbleweeds that is I just watched so it good. Is it? Okay. Yeah. But explain the Tiffany thing for the listeners. Because it's so good. Well, he did this whole history on, on like, where the name Tiffany came from and, like, why it was so popular in the 80s. I mean, I'm sure that's where he started. He was just like... Mm-hmm. He he must have found some something somewhere and was like the name Tiffany was crazy popular in the eighties. Let me go back and figure out why that was. And so he ended up like tracing the name Tiffany back in history as far as he could find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's legit too. Like it's really good. He's he's buying source material like. Primary sources, yeah, buying these from like rare book traders, right, yeah. right. He goes deep. He goes deep. So, uh, and that's very interesting. And it's not that long. It's like nine minutes. Like the tale of Tiffany, and he talks about the history of the name, blah blah blah. And and he does get to the point of why was it so popular, you know, from what he could tell Precious. in the eighties, yeah. and. Uh, but then he released it, it was it was breakfast at Tiffany's, right? Like, well, yeah, he he thinks that it's breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, but when breakfast at Tiffany's was released on VHS, exactly, yeah, that's, that's it. when everyone started watching it more, or sharing with their children, and then those people like named their kids Tiffany. Even though it went from like a last name to a first name, right? Well, yeah, and because he explains the Tiffany's of the you know breakfast at Tiffany's, the jewelry company Tiffany and Co is and was was established by someone who has the last name Tiffany, and so he kind of goes through all that and and tr- yeah, so but 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 the later video, so that one's like nine nine minutes, so. He makes a later video, like a month later, releases it about this. Because he does, again, he does all this research on this stuff, and a lot of that just doesn't end up in the video. But he found this stupid poem. Um, <laughs> well, it's a dumb poem that mentions a Tiffany. And it's this uh, historical poem. And he was like. And the weird thing is, every time it like popped up, and it popped up in multiple sources, he's like, "What's, what's the point? Like, there's no real point to this poem." Yet people, it's keep like a put- footnote. Yeah. Well, keep people keep putting it in stuff, and he's like, "I don't mm-hmm. even get why this poem is like. Is it supposed to be funny or like I don't know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like a humorous thing, and he's just like he literally is like I don't get the joke. If you get the joke, please let me know. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but he makes this whole twenty-minute video about this poem and all this stuff he uncovered about it going back in history, and he's like it. It, it has no variance on the Tiffany video whatsoever. But I, but I, but I couldn't let it go. So I had to trace it back as far as I could and figure out. Well, I mean, the the initial thought was it's an old poem with the name Tiffany on it, and if the original source had Tiffany on it, it would help him place it like in the timeline of like when 
Because when was this game possibly used or recognized as a name? Exactly, right, yeah. right, and spelt the way that we spell Tiffany. And uh, anyways, s- s- spoilers: when he finally gets far enough back, it's not even spelled Tiffany. It's like a pre- like a precessor <laughs> name, and the people in the poem well, aren't even the right people, and it's like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's it's like this whole... it's in it's in this edition of this book that is supposedly a rendition of this, which it's in this edition, and then he finds like the original copy, and it's not in that edition that all of these are referencing. So it's like sometime in between, some dude just like put it in there for no legitimate reason. Yeah, <laughs> and so he tracks down like the primary primary. He's, like, well, it's not even in there. This guy's just yeah. included it. The second edition, he puts it in as a footnote, and then he, Gray founds out much later... Somebody copies that. that. the second yeah. edition is, like, not well regarded, because he takes out, like, lots of stuff out of that book and puts this mm-hmm. stupid poem in, and they're like, we don't really recognize the second edition. Anyways, but he, then he discovers this whole, like, uh, the guy who wrote that second edition had, like, this whole feud with this other writer dude Mm -hmm. and he uncovers that and it's amazing so anyways go watch that video yeah i would say go watch any of his stuff it's 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 very well done and the animation is just is great one of the my other favorites of his um he talks about loading a plane the most efficiently like, right i've seen like, that one i haven't i haven't watched it i mean i guess i've, I've mm-hmm. seen the thumbnail and, and i was he, like oh i should watch that one but i haven't got to it yet right and he has another one about traffic how traffic forms and i did snakes, watch that one yeah. snakes backward and all that kind of stuff like it's all very 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 well researched very well explained and very well fun and animated and he pokes fun at himself so much it's it's great Mm -hmm. but yeah i've watched i went back and binged his whole back catalog as well once i wanted i was like oh my gosh this big guy explains it so well um yeah well i watched one last year and i didn't realize and i didn't really get into him but i watched one of his stuff from last year which talks about um what was it it was. It had to do with uh, Congress recesses. Did you... Oh, I might have sent that to you. Actually. Oh, maybe you did. Maybe you did. Maybe that's why yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, if if you've ever seen a YouTube where it's a stick figure with glasses explaining something, that's him. Yeah. And his t- and his team, I guess, because he's got quite a few people with him. Right. 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 Yeah, there's another one that's about um, uh, computer learning, like artificial intelligence and stuff. That's very, very good. I would recommend. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, it's all it's all good stuff. But yeah, I, I think I remember sending you one when we were talking about Congress or something back in the day. Yeah, because it was we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about like 
how Congress like basically was like always in recess. Um, and yeah, I, I specifically remember this one. Yeah. It's like they, they found some loophole where they're like, Oh, well we don't have to pick a new, whatever it is. Oh, vice president it or was whatever. The, it was the, ju- it was the, the, yeah, just, the, the new Supreme court Supreme justice. Court justice. Mm-hmm. If they went on research and then they could just, and then, but it was like a sneaky recess that they could take mm-hmm. whenever the, they wanted yeah. to. Yeah, Supreme Court shenanigans. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yep, yep, yep. So, that's good stuff, for sure. Nice. Alright, well that's me. What What's new with you? Uh, new with me, so uh, I've been taking this class called uh, Introduction to Homeland Security. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, I don't want to necessarily call it a blow-off class, but it is very much <laughs> like, um, it's a, you know, 300 or 3,000 level class that you can use for your electives that counts for, you know, you don't have any, you don't have to have any prerequisites. Right. right that right. was like the, the big, one of the big things it's like, Oh, well you could take any upper division class, but you have to have the prerequisites. So it probably is going to be within your major. This one, the government just wants everybody and anybody <laughs> to take it. It is given 10 sections all online. And it's like, all the quizzes are five questions, and they're all true false answers. <laughs> so Interesting. It's like, okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway, well, one of the things we had to do was we had to research a technology that's been um, affected or improved or um, you know helped since uh, September eleventh, two thousand one. Uh-huh. And and everything. And so I chose to research the um the technology that's gone into improving nine one one, the emergency phone number. Oh, okay. I will say this Googling nine one one on September eleventh, like oh, is very hard it's very hard to get the re- <laughs> it's very hard to get the results that I <laughs> When I that when I needed, because uh-huh. it was it was it was very hard to be to try to tell Google no 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 not nine eleven nine eleven I need nine one one on nine eleven and so on and so forth. Oh so, my gosh, yeah. But basically, um, so I got some some information that I needed because basically the thing I wanted was what happened. Two nine one one on that day, right? Because right. You, as you can imagine, everybody in New York is calling that. You know, in general, just be like, "Blah blah's hurt," or "This is on fire," or "This is this, this is this is this." So I didn't get any decent statistics on that kind of stuff, but I did get some transcripts that were released several years later of 911 calls between departments. Okay. Um, like the fire department and um, like the hospitals and stuff like that. 
And, um, and one of the big things with that is like fire departments having to call hospitals in lower Manhattan and all over New York. And just like the transcript was literally just like, this is blah, blah, blah with, you know, this, the, you know, uh, this fire department. Um, it's like, how many patients, it's like, how many patients can you take? Or it's like, what? It's like, there was uh airplane ran into the tw- twin towers. It's like, I need to know how many patients you can take. It's like, uh, I, I think we can take like 20. Okay. 20. Thanks. Bye. Next call. Hey, did you hear about the, it's like this blah, blah, from this fire department. It's like, have you heard about what happened at the world trade center? Yes, we've heard. Okay. We need to know how many patients you guys can take. Uh, we can take 30 to 35, 30 to 35. Thank you very much. Click. Like, it is just like, we need beds, we need beds, we need beds, we need beds, right? Wow. And one of the improvements that um, the 911 service has set up since then is um, they are now going through um, digital internet protocol as opposed to a phone system. And so instead of having a person at the department having to make those calls, uh-huh. a lot of the systems are looped into the hospitals already and can notify the hospital via email or text. This emergency has happened. We need to know how many beds you have. And even still knowing like, some hospitals already have it built into where they can just that information that. is always available. Exactly. Right. So these ambulances know that where to go and where to, um, you know, what's available and all that kind of different stuff. Nice. That's one of the big things. And one of the other things that I found actually really interesting is a lot of 911 systems, and it depends on the state, maybe the city like who, what updates they're doing and all that kind of different stuff. They're taking any kind of media from your phone. Instead of just having to call, you can text, you can send video or images and they can pull the location right off of your phone. Wow. And so you think about, you know, you on the side of the freeway or me you know right 20 20 years ago basically uh-huh. <laughs> not really but uh, pretty much and you are like i am outside of idaho springs i guess do you see a mile marker anywhere i i mean i don't i mean i can walk i guess 50 yards or like 500 yards one direction to see if i can find a mile marker you know that kind of stuff right right hoping you have service the whole time or um, somebody who you can't really explain what's going on. Like a kid, like, like my dad's hurt. It's like, what's going on? Like, do you see this? Do you see this? It's like, I don't know. Like da da da. And it's like, to think you could just like film what's going on. Like somebody having a seizure or somebody take a picture of like a car accident. So they know how severe it is or, all that kind of different stuff, like all that information can now be accepted by some nine one one 
um, operators to get as much information as possible as quickly as possible. Nice. And so, um, and then also anybody who, you know, has difficulty with, you know, auditory English, right? So if you're sure. hard of hearing, um, I think, I mean, it's been mandated that all of them um, can use the, like, those assistants, you know, video assistant programs right, and stuff right. like that. And then, yeah, like, you know, if somebody who doesn't speak English very well um, or understand English very well can, yeah, like, call 911 and send them or text 911 and send them a picture of what's going on instead of having to try to, you know, get across the message with, you know, non, with not great English. Right. Right. And everything like that. So it's, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. Um, in that respect. Cause yeah, like the circuit boards just, I mean, there was plenty of things that were going wrong that day, but that's just another thing. That's just like, I mean, when you got to call every single hospital and try to get that information, when Which now it's a like, lot of time. You nope. Know, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and everything, and and that's just one fire department calling. You know, because like, what if that another fire department is also calling, and it's like you've already given away those thirty beds, right, you know, or something like that. You know, so it's like right, or if you talk to just, so a different person. Right, if you got the same mm-hmm. person at the hospital, they might say, "Oh, we already right." Gave we away. just told this department, yeah, that right, but we've if it's had a different five or whatever, different person there mm-hmm. was just like, "Oh, we probably have about this many bit," and then both bring people there, right? Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, so nice, um, dude. That's uh, cool. It is, yeah, it's it's interesting. So we'll see how this class kind of pans out. It's it's definitely. Uh, I think you get it. You get out of it what you put into it for sure. But it's it's it was it was an interesting research project for nice. sure for that time. So, dude, that's yeah. awesome. I dig that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we had a show and it was pretty good. I feel. I think so. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. If you like what we do, go to Patreon and be a patron. Yep. Uh, tag and Brando, Patreon, uh, Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, hit us up. Let us know uh, how we treat a hostile witness. <laughs> yes, <please. laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.